Hi folks, this is Chris Lodge and welcome to the Three Cheers Productions podcast. In this series, we're going to be interviewing events and wedding specialists to help provide you valuable information for planning your own wedding or special event. Stay tuned for more and cheers! So my next guest is the owner and operator of Perfect Moments Event Planning Company. She's an event planner and event coordinator in Gwinnett County, and she is currently planning her own boutique bridal show, which will hit the news soon. Please welcome Rosemary Rodriguez. Hi, Rosemary. Hello. How are you? So, yes. so first things first, um, I understand you have a passion for dance, is that right? Yes, I do. All right, so so where did you get into dance? When did you get into dance? Uh, so dancing is uh, something that I've learned and I loved since I was younger. Uh, my father passed away when I was 13, so it was something that I grew more of a passion for because I needed something to get away from uh, my pain and all that stuff. So um, I started doing salsa and bachata, and I did that when I was 16, stopped, and then started again when I was 21. Um, a big gap, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then you didn't go to school for it, it sounds like. I didn't go to school for it, but I did take classes uh, with a really good couple of, uh, couple of good schools in the community. And after that, I just practiced a lot and then started performing. So... Very cool. So how does your dance background relate to what you currently do? Mm, so um, dancing, I was able to teach couples how to dance together. Um, I think dancing, when couples dance together, it gives them um, the ability to practice their communication. It gives them the ability to practice their their structure and understanding their body language. So I would teach them how to do their first couple's dance, or uh, I would teach teenagers how to do their Sweet 16 dance or quinceanera dances. And I did a wedding for someone, For I did their choreography for their wedding, and I got there two hours early and to set up, make sure that the DJ had all the information, made sure that when she got there, she knew what she was going to do and visualized the whole scenery. But when I got there, nothing was set up. The DJ didn't have the music. The DJ didn't know who the parents were. He didn't know what the entrance songs were. He didn't know where they were going to stand. He didn't know anything. So that kind of made me panic. And I said, wait a minute. I need to figure this out. Because if, if he doesn't know what he's doing, she doesn't know what she's going to do. And then I'm going to have her look bad. And it's going to fall on me. I always feel like everything is going to fall on me. So I ended up just figuring out, okay, let me go ahead and, and get this information. I got all the information. I handed it to the DJ. I went back to her mom, got the information from her mom, from his mom, from the aunt, from the uncle. And then I just put it all together in a matter of an hour. And when she came in her limo with her bridesmaids, I ended up having to go to the limo, explain everything to her and let them know what was happening. And escort them into the ballroom in a timely manner with the DJ, cue the DJ, and I did everything. So then at the end, her mom was extremely happy that she didn't have to panic or go through any of that because she knew that they didn't have it set up. So that's what happened. Oh my that gosh. was the beginning. <laughs> well, 
it, I see a lot of empathy in you when, when you say that too. Like mm -hmm. you, it, you owned it. That's really nice. Yeah. So the day after, that's when I figured, I figured, okay, I like the way this felt. I love doing this. This is something that I should do. Is this, and then I started looking, researching how do wedding planners manage? How, you know, how do they have their business? What do they do? How do they start? Um, how much of a need is it in the industry? And then I created the name and that was it. Perfect moments event planning company. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So what did, what did your early days look like, um, in the company? Slow. <laughs> <laughs> It was slow. Um, no, let me stop. I had, um, I, I kind of dabbled into a lot of the, the industry and in the market, I guess you want to say. So a lot of websites, a lot of um, free advertising, marketing, that's kind of what I did in the beginning. And then I would pay, there's this website, oh, I forgot what it was called, a thumbtack that I got into and I, it was cheap at the time. Now it's more expensive, but at the time it, I just paid like a dollar and I would have a um, couple of cents to just advertise or send quotes. And then that's how I got my first couple of clients. So that kind of built. And then I, I charged very cheap because I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew I wanted to help them and I knew I could help them. So now today, if, if you have a client walk up to you, what does their experience look like today? Uh, so it depends, right? In, like what they're what they're asking for. If they need a full day of coordination, uh, where they already planned everything, or if they need a whole entire wedding planning process, um, meaning from picking the venue to trying the foods to choosing the cakes, um, to picking their dress and so on and so forth. Um, or if they just need a day of coordinator, where they said, you know what, I did everything myself because I wanted to do all this since I was little. I just need you to just execute the day for me. Then that's where it, it, it changes, I guess. I mean, honestly, it makes a lot of sense that even if you plan it all yourself, you need someone there so that you're not worrying about the things the day of, right? Absolutely. So uh, the problem, I guess, now is because I'm Hispanic or Latina, the Hispanic community doesn't feel that they need a planner or a coordinator because they have my aunt, my uncle, my, my grandma, they all will take care of it for me. But in reality is why not have them enjoy the wedding as well? Why have them running around figuring things out and doing things? Maybe if they want to help, then yeah, that's great. But to have them tell you when to walk down the aisle, to tell you when to go here, when to do your first dance, to talk to the DJ, to do this, do that, it all just doesn't synchronize now um, as fluidly as if somebody just knows what they're doing to do, just do it. Does that lead to a lot of stress the day of the wedding when family's really involved? Um, no, because having them involved makes it a little bit smoother. And the fact that makes the bride feel that she's letting her family do something that they care about. Um, now if their parent or the aunt or the whoever it may be is frantic and a nervous wreck and the bride is just like, I just don't want her there. I just need her out because she doesn't know what she's doing. She stresses me out. Then it's kind of, okay, I have to sit with the aunt, get a couple of her ideas on what's important for her and then say, okay, I will take care of that. I will make sure that everything that you, that's important to the aunt and to the bride is handled this way. The aunt, cause Sometimes the aunt has a closer connection to the 
the, the bride than the mother. So then the aunt feels like she has some kind of responsibility to succeed in the wedding or to execute the wedding. So that's, it's a bit, it, it varies. Every family is different. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. So you have a bride who wants to do a full wedding planning at this point. Where do you start with your wedding planning? So we sit down, we have a consultation. I give my brides free consultations because I want to be able to see if we can connect. If the bride is connecting with me and I'm connecting with the bride, then that's the most important part. Uh, if I do not connect with the bride and I don't feel that there's a there's a, a mutual respect or there's a mutual relationship there, then I would have to decline the bride and say, unfortunately, I don't think this is going to work out. But if I feel that the vibe and the client's attitude and uh, persona is there, then we would move forward. I always say you don't, you can't get along with everybody. And if in the beginning you don't get along or you feel like there's a little bit of a rough patch, then it's just better to avoid a future situation. So that's one is the inter the consultation. After the consultation <laughs> and we pass that level, then it's kind of like a first date. You mm -hmm. go on a first date, you're like, mm, maybe, I don't know if this is going to work out. But if it does, then great. Now let's go ahead and move to the next um, next meeting. And in the next meeting, we would talk about more details. Her vision, his vision, where they see their wedding or where they see their family, how many people are going to be invited, if they see it being an intimate wedding or if they see it being a large wedding, if it's local, if it's destination. So it varies a lot on what their vision is as a couple. Okay, well, we'll keep going through the steps with me. So, so you've, you've got your vision, you've got your, your location. What is the next thing? So after they have their vision and their location, uh, well, their vision, then we choose their location. Um, a lot of the brides and grooms, they're busy working or some of them are out of town and they're doing their wedding because it's closer to the family. So then I would have to do the homework. I would check to see where they're trying to have their wedding. So I would pick a couple of venues, do a couple of site visits. Sometimes I'm doing it Skype, uh, FaceTime with them so they can see it. Or sometimes we schedule an appointment in one day and try to execute all of the venues in one day. This way that they don't have to continuously take different days off of the week. Uh, I schedule those appointments for the venues. After we choose the venue, then we move forward with um, all the other details. So uh, the biggest important play thing is where are you having it? After you have your location, then we can dibble-dabble. What's more important to you? The photography, the DJ, makeup, hair. And then same thing with I did with the venue, I would do with hairstyles. So a lot of the hairstylists, they give you trials. So they say, pay a trial and then I can do your hair the way you want it. And if it's something that you like, then that's the style that we'll choose for your day. And they usually pay a uh, charge between 25 to 45 dollars for their hairstyle no washing no cutting no nothing just do the hair updo and then do. so after the hair we have to also worry about the men we would talk to the guys about what their ideal hairstyle is some of them guys they're already groomed they already know what they're doing guys are pretty simple uh, so they don't really need a, a hand to hold while they're doing all of this because it's just I usually get my hair done, I put my clothes on, I got this, I got that, I'm done. So it is a lot based on the, the bride aspect, 
um, than it is the groom aspect. But once the hair is done, then we work on makeup. And usually the hairstylist does makeup also, which is a good thing because then she can just work on the bride while she has her apprentices work on her bridesmaids. So apprentice is somebody like an assistant or her other uh, hairstylist okay. that work with her. So the uh, thing is with hair is hair costs a lot of money with weddings. You want to try to find a hairstylist that doesn't charge overly excessive for something that can be done in a reasonable price. Um, a lot of brides think that, oh, well, I'm doing this um, hairstyle, I'm doing this wedding, everything is going to cost expensive, so just pay for whatever it is. But it doesn't have to be that way. Like They can do their homework, they can do their research, but if they have a planner, the planner has all of that information already in their book. So as a planner, I already can flip the page and say, oh, this, this person charges this much, this person charges this much, um, this is her style, and this is her style. And if you are not a bridal, uh, sorry, if you're not a planner, then you don't have all that backhand information. You have to go online and search all these people and then call all these people and do everything. So it's a, it's a harder step. Mm -hmm. in the process of planning when you do it by yourself opposed to when you have somebody do it for you um, after hair after makeup is complete and you've chosen your hair and your makeup then you move to photography and you move to DJ those are two important things that you want to implement because without pictures for memory there's no mem there was no wedding and without music at a wedding there's no wedding so even if you don't dance, there's some religions, they don't dance, mm -hmm. but they still have instrumental music to keep the ambiance going. Um, so you want to know what kind of DJs play that ambiance. You're not going to get a, a DJ um, from a club to play ambiance music when they're, they'll fall asleep. That's just not their, that's just not their thing. <laughs> so having um, a, the right DJ, having the right photographer or videographer is really important. As far as choosing your photographer or videographer, I think the most important part is knowing how you want your pictures to look. If you want dark pictures, if you want light pictures, if you want a lot of editing, if you want not so much editing. Then it falls into, if you want a lot of editing, you need to be aware that it's going to cost a lot more money because editing takes a lot of time. Um, it, the picture process in return, it takes some time also. Some brides... Can get them between 90 days and some can get them within 30 days it just all depends on what they're looking for um, as far as videography and photography my favorite would be videography I don't really care much about pictures because a video can tell so much more than just pictures um, some pictures is nice so you can put it on a frame but if you have it in a book it's gonna be on a table it's gonna collect dust Nobody's going to see it. But if you have it in a video, you can always have it in a video collage just playing somewhere in your house. Um, and then after photography, after DJ, now we move forward towards dress and shoes and clothing. And then we go with, when you choose your venue, you are already choosing your, your style of what you want in what plate-wise, what kind of... Um, decor you want that all comes into the package of meeting with the venue 
Um, of course, there's a lot more details that goes into it, a lot more appointments mm-hmm. that are stepped in between uh, that a lot of people don't notice. But as far as next step from that would be your food. Food is very important because everybody wants to eat. Um, and then it's about, you know, if the venue cho- lets you have a cocktail hour or if you don't want to have a cocktail hour and no one drinks alcohol in your family, you have a beverage uh, hour where it's just, you know, social hour. And then they have hors d'oeuvres passed around and then they have their dinner after. So depending on what the bride and the groom want, what's important for them is what we implement into their food. Uh, it also determines on their, their diet or their their culture, and their religion. So it it's a, again, if you have a planner, the planner has the whole list of all the people that she can <laughs> tell you. These are the greatest you know ones that I've worked with. These are the ones that I know their prices on. And a planner's list is always growing. A planner networks, a planner meets so many different vendors. So we're always in tune on who's the next new thing or who's the next um, vendor or who's the best price or who's the best taste. So if you're not a planner and you're just doing it yourself, then you're just going to choose what you feel that is the rightest, the, the right one or you're going to choose what your cousin chose. Oh, I saw my sister do this. I'm going to do what my sister did. Or my, my mom says that her friend's daughter did this, so let me go ahead and get their number. So you kind of dibble-dabble and pick whatever you see or whatever you knew of. So you've mentioned your, your, your prestigious book a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. What does it take for someone to actually get into your book? Who are these people? How, how have you qualified them? So uh, having, having a book, or having, I say a <laughs> book, it's not really a book. It's mm-hmm. just my, <laughs> my database mm-hmm. of all of my vendors. It kind of falls into, uh, obviously, connection on, on when we meet, which is through usually networking or through other events. Um, sometimes a bride will refer, I'd rather use this vendor. I've never met that vendor before, but I've met the vendor there, and I, I actually like their work. Sometimes it doesn't work that way, and I say, I really don't like the way they work, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it, and I'm going to work with you. Um, you just can't get along with everybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you do your best, make it happen. And at the end of the day, you don't have to work with them. Then that's it. You, you know, you say goodbye. It was nice working with you. I hope to God I will never see you again. <laughs> 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 or you say, I wish the best on you and I hope you improve. <laughs> and then you go forward. Mm-hmm. And then they don't make it into the book, I'm guessing. <laughs> they might or might not. Depend. If they get better, then mm-hmm. hey, you can't shut down every, you know, you can't shut down people who are, are new. Mm-hmm. So you can either hold their hand and show them the way, or you can say, you know what, you're not teachable. I cannot, I cannot hold your, <laughs> your hand. <laughs> um, but to get into the, the category of me being able to choose that vendor, I have to work with you. I need to make sure that your price is workable, flexible, because not every bride is the same bride. Um, I've had a bride where she had some health issues, and I love her dearly, and I know her her budget wasn't where it needed to be, and I needed to find vendors that were willing to have a heart and say, I will work with you, and I will you know, make sure that we get what needs to get done. And then I say, you know, I thank you, I appreciate it, I respect this one-time offer, I know that that offer is not for every bride um, because it's a business mm-hmm. and it's at the end of the day, it's their time and their work. 
So if they're a vendor that I know that has a heart that can work, that can, you know, that, but it also has a, a, a backbone and they're very strict on their, on their structure, then I can work with you. Um, I need great communication, uh, honesty, just like any kind of relationship has to have the same thing in a vendor's. <laughs> so <clears throat> there's probably people watching right now that are planning a wedding with or without a planner. What is the one thing you think people should pay more attention to in the process? If you have to name one. Um, the most important thing you need to pay attention to is how calm and how happy do you want to be on the day of your wedding? That's where it all comes down to. Because the planning process is no joke. There is a lot of meetings. There is a lot of going back and forth. Um, there is a lot of deciding, depending on how many family members you have, that's putting their, their senses into this, um, is amount of going back and forth there will be. So I think the most important thing is to think about how happy you want to be at the end of the day. How happy do you and your spouse want to be throughout the planning process and decide do we need a planner to do all of this for us and we just directly talk to the planner and they can handle everybody else for us or do we want to talk to everybody else skip the planner and then we'll just have her jump in at the end when she when we have all of the information so everybody can handle different loads and depending on their career um, depending on if they don't work and they just feel like I, I can take this then that's what you have to think about thank you is there any red flags that uh, that a couple might see uh, for a venue and any red flags that you would know about where you should say this might not be the person for you lack of communication when someone doesn't respond to you in a timely manner I think that's really important because then if they don't have time to respond to you, then they don't have time to keep in contact with you throughout the process. A lot of uh, vendors nowadays and uh, brides, they tend to just look online, choose the vendor, look at their work and say, okay, I'll hire you. They've never met them before personally. They've never um, interacted with them uh, and they don't have any personal references with them. So they're just going off of what they see. A pretty picture can, can be a pretty lie also. So you need to always make it a important factor to meet with the person before you contract them. That's kind of for me. Everybody's different. Some people, they don't care. They're just like, oh, I don't care. He's got great work and I see that he's done so-and-so's wedding. So I'm just going to do it anyway. I kind of go off of um, relationship very well because my experience was I worked with a videographer and he's this world-known videographer he does great movies and he does acting and all this extra stuff that's great your resume looks great but then I'm standing in front of you and you are the most rudest ignorant person I have ever met in my life I do not want you doing anything for me because it just leaves a sour taste in my mouth and that's just something that I've learned that that for me works um, because then at the end if if you don't deliver my video on time now I'm gonna have to see your ugly side and I'm gonna have to see you give me a 
a bad response or I'm going to see, I already saw your ugly side. Thank mm-hmm. you. Now I know that I don't want to see your ugly side later. Again, it's like dating. You'd rather date somebody <laughs> that's going to show you the ugly truth first instead of draw you a, a beautiful picture and say, yes, I'm the great, I'm the, the greatest prince of all world and I'm going to treat you amazing. But then when his ugly side comes along, like, whoa, who's this? Like, I've never seen this person before. So I'd rather see the ugly truth first and meet you and say, you know what? I don't really care for you. Then I love your work, but I don't care for you. Me, I need to find somebody else. That's just how I work. I, I like how you <laughs> keep relating your basically your job to, to relationships. Mm-hmm. That seems to be an important theme for you. Um, do you do anything for, for relationships after the actual day of the wedding? So I'm going to start a podcast for couples. And it's going to be... So the, the podcast is going to relate towards couples. Whether they're same-sex couples, um, older, younger couples, um, different race couples. So it's, it's world, worldwide couples. Um, couples of three, couples of four. So it's just, <laughs> it's, you know, the world has so many options and so many different perspectives that I'm so intrigued into knowing how they work, how they cope or how they manage a relationship to have it lasting a long time. Problem is, when people get married, they tend to get divorced within the first two years. And the reason why is because they don't know who they are before they get married. And the podcast is going to be for couples, well, for individuals and couples. It's, it's called Me Before Us. Um, and it's about finding out who you are as an individual before you can step into a relationship to be able to handle somebody else. A lot, of, a lot of times they get into a relationship and they say, um, I love you, I want to be with you forever, and I'll do anything so that we can last forever. But then the minute that the provider, usually the man, tends to say, mm, I don't like my job no more, I really want to pursue my passion of photography, or I really want to pursue my passion of um, dance, and there's not really much income there, Will the bride fall down and say, oh my God, I can't do this no more. My, my, my husband, my, my future, everything is not bring, being, bringing the bread home and being a provider. I have to be a provider now. So it's kind of, did you know that you have to be that provider? If you're, were you willing to be a provider? You know, it's, it's, it's a lot. It takes a lot before you can get married. So the, the podcast is more about figuring out yourself before you can make that commitment of, knowing that you can handle somebody else's weight on your shoulder. Wow. Um, and, and that last story actually spoke to me a lot, too, as someone who literally quit a very high-paying job to start at the bottom and do this with you. So yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, uh, so when's it coming out? When, when, how do we find it? What's going on? So I'm still in the process. I have a lot of my content being written at the moment. Um, I think it's really important that I get my content first before I can present my face and say, <laughs> hello world. <laughs> so I have my content being written and uh, also the interviewees, uh, our list is, is growing. So that's kind of where I want it to be first before I actually throw myself in the waters. Well, beautiful. Well, when, when it does come to fruition, I'd, I'd love to, to be able to, to broadcast it on three tiers as well and, yeah. and tell people about it if you don't mind. Definitely. Hey.
Thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. Uh, do me a favor and tell the audience how they can get in touch with you. So my Instagram is at perfectmoments.epc along with my Facebook at perfectmoments.epc. My website is www.perfectmoments.events. Hey, thank you very much, Rose. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Until next time. Hey guys, this is Chris again, and I just wanted to thank you very much for checking out the Three Cheers Productions podcast. Please see our website at the number three cheersproductions.com to subscribe to our blog and check us out on social media at Three Cheers Productions. And have a great day. Cheers.